Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. It's like looking in a mirror, only not. What are your thoughts on Face Off? It's one of the greatest action movies of all time. It literally makes no fucking sense. It's fantastic. It makes no sense that they would even have the same body structure. Like, (laughs) imagine John Travolta's head on Nicolas Cage's body and how nobody would mistake the two of them. I will say John Travolta in this film was bordering on husky. He's a little thick. I like him thick. I like John Travolta thick. Yeah. When he's like thickums and like he likes to eat. That's fun. That's like chill. You know what I mean? Like you want a boyfriend who likes to like eat, you know? Yeah. Come on. Don't make me laugh. Ha, ha, ha. All right. So Nick Cage is six feet, not husky in this movie. John Travolta is six two and pretty husky. (laughs) Whose wife would mistake them? (laughs) If a stranger walked in with my boyfriend's body, I would notice. Okay. Let's say that, like, skull transfer, face transfer, LOL, is, like, a legitimate thing. Mm -hmm. Like, which celeb face would you combine with another celeb's body and why? I'm trying to think, like, who's, like— All right, Rihanna's face on Michael Phelps' body. That is so (laughs) startling and like a failure of science. (laughs) It's an abomination. Her face is so tiny and his face is so long because he's like six foot five. Her face wouldn't even fit on his like skull bones. It would be like when Edgar the bug in a skin suit and men in black like pulled his hair back and it like was that stretched up. (laughs) I put my hands on my head. Like this? Who would you put? What would your sled mashup be? I would want to do Fat Marlon Brando's body because I love that he, like, he got certain success. He won awards. He got rich enough. And he was like, I'm done playing this Hollywood game. I'm going to fucking eat. Yeah, it's tight. I like to drink mine more than I used to. It's good for you, Pop. And then I would put on his face maybe Maxine Waters. <laughs> Hello? Hi, Q. Hi. You're listening to Two Dope Queens with me, Phoebe Robinson. And me, Ms. J. Willie. We've got a steamy episode for you that involves a conversation with a mysterious stranger. Ooh. Mm, that's hot. You guys, this exchange is so intense, you won't even be able to take it. That's right. We also have an amazing conversation with Mike Birbiglia, who is just the best. Oh, my God. I love him so much. I know. It's like what you say. He's, like, definitely a zaddy. He's such a zaddy. Mm. He's, like, so adorable. You know, he's a good dad. Mm. He, like, is always wearing, like, a nice, like, ironed chino pant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that night he looked extra special because he had on, like, a suit jacket. Yeah, I was like, oh, He dressed up for us. It was really cute. I love him. And then we've got comedy from Maeve Higgins and Gina Brion. Such a fun show. Get ready for some real yuck yucks and yuck yucks and hearty har hars, y'all.
I can feel it in my puss. This is gonna be a lit. Just know we appreciate what y'all gave up to be here with us two Coco Khaleesi's tonight. Okay, so we, before we get the show started. Before we get there. We need to investigate something. Yeah, this, is, this has been a hot button issue. We were talking about it backstage right before the show. And, you know, we, we're not going to talk about something unless it's, like, super important. Right. And this is very important. There is... We have our lovely sound team over at WNYC. We have the lovely Irene wearing a nasty woman mm-hmm. shirt. She's the best. She's beautiful. She has red hair. She's the best. We got Ed Haber chilling in the cut. Mr. Haber! Hi, sweet man. And then we got this young little piece of Jeez. something over here. Yeah. Who so, are you? Get over here. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? Come. You guys, we don't know this man. Okay. Wow. Hi, who are you? What's your name? Ophir. Oh! Wow. Blow Ophir. my weave back. Blow yeah. my weave. Your edges got like straight. Um, <laughs> so, Ophir, I'm, you know, I'm in a relish, so I'm tapping out of the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait, how old are you? 21. Oh. You look like you could be somewhere between 21 and 46. <laughs> so. Mm. That's, that's what ethnicity does, is you it, never yeah. know. Throw them off. never know. Uh, where are you from, Ophir? Cleveland. What did he say? He's such a soft speaker. He's from Cleveland. Dude, is he from Cleveland? Really? Ugh. Ophir, you got this. I'm from Cleveland. I heard, I, I heard over there, yeah. <laughs> you're so like, ten, like, do you sing R&B on the side? Like you're very, <laughs> it's a very sweet voice. It's quiet. It's a whisper. It's like, girl. You like just yeah. like the speaking part? Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how, what do you do at WNYC? Well, I'm an intern, so. So. Y'all are ignorant. Y'all are ignorant for going on. Like, everybody here is like 30, and everybody's like, I remember. Like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta Aww. get that college credit. Okay. That's right. That's right. You oh. gotta matriculate, right? <laughs> Uh, what do you what, say what school do you kids? go to? CIM, Cleveland Institute of Music. Wow. Okay. What, what do you, are you a singer? Are you a guitarist, bassist? Any other ists? There's like so many other instruments. Yeah. <laughs> Violinist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pianist? Hashtag Adrian penis. Brody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Also hashtag penis. Excuse me. I am an audio engineerist. Yeah, so. But saxophonist on the side, so. Phoebe. Phoebe. Too much? He's an intern. We could, like, get charged with harassment. HR is going to call us. Sorry, WNYC, but also hashtag not sorry. Don't fucking put a beautiful man on our show that you haven't introduced us to. Don't say that. Don't 
say harassment. You never say harassment. I like when people say harassment. It's so ridiculous. It's funny. <laughs> Thank you so much for Bye, doing this. Bye, Bye. Oh, fear. Oh, thank you. He didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That... <laughs> That's hot. That is cool. Thank you. Maybe I should do that. What? I don't know. Because every time, you know, we, when we meet some sort of younger guy, you want to you like vomit because they oftentimes are 22 years old. I know. But, but it's that, like. That was very surprising. That was cool. That was like. Yeah. How did you feel? Like, I feel like, you know, you should just whenever do whoever you want to do and not worry about age. Right. I mean, I feel like... Unless well, it's, like, you know, obviously illegal. Right. <laughs> well, here's the deal. We both been kind of busy this summer traveling, so we haven't, like, hung out IRL as much, which no. is kind of annoying. Yeah. But you were recently in London, which I've I never t- been, so oh, I want to go. Just, I just went to London. It was amazing. Um, I, I stayed at this hotel. You know, I'm, I'm obsessed with reviews, and so whenever I go somewhere, I'm like... How many stars does it have on Yelp? What's it say on TripAdvisor? I stayed in this really cool boutique boutique. <laughs> boutique. Um, I stayed. <laughs> I stayed in this really cool boutique hotel, and um, my boyfriend and I went, and we made this huge mistake. We had um, ceviche at a pub. No. And so. That's like getting sushi from Dwayne Reed. What the <laughs> fuck? I've done it. I've done it. Sometimes I've been in a dark place. <laughs> and so we had ceviche at a pub that Oof. did not specialize in ceviche. And so um, I, I had what I can only describe as shit water um, pushing out of my body like a, like a fire when, when a rocket takes off. And it was insane. So we were both, we both had it. Sorry, babe, to, you know, blow up your spot like that. But we both had it for like five days. Five days? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not stop shitting? Yeah, it was, it was really hot. Um, <laughs> you know what was crazy, though, is that it was like really gross. And we were like taking turns to the bathroom. But it did make me feel warm. Because I was like, oh, this is like life. This is cool. That's I, like, like, I still yeah. like want to talk to you. Yeah, that's like on Sex in the City when Charlotte and Harry go out to that fancy meal and they have food poisoning. Yes, yes. It, it did. It was, like, really gross, but I was like, oh, I, I, like, love you. So it was cool. Wow. Anyway, that being said, we were laid up um, watching just BBC 4 or 5 or 7, and they were showing, <laughs> uh, like, X-Men Days of Futures Past or X-Men's Origins or whatever. And um, we were laid up in sort of a haze. It was, like, 11 o'clock at night. We hadn't been outside all day. And the hotel room was too hot. We could see that there was, like some water leaking. We were under like a roof, like a popping roof. And so we could hear people like fucking talking and laughing all day. We've had so many issues with this hotel. I'm sitting and we're on the second floor. It's like a lofted hotel, which was kind of cool. And all of a sudden I see a mouse in the corner and I'm like, Oh my God. I was like, honey, is is that a mouse? Is that a mouse? Babe, is that a mouse? Is that a mouse? That's like my immediate reaction was, is it a mouse? Can you confirm? And so the mouse, he was little, but he knew he was spotted, so he sort of looked at us. And then he tried to escape, so he ran over to the clear. It was loft. There was a clear glass window that 
looked down into the first floor. And so he ran through the little glass pane. It's disgusting when you see their bodies squish because yeah. you're like, oh, Oof. you're going to survive the apocalypse. And, oh. and also they're everywhere. And uh, anyway, he was like over the ledge because he was so freaked out. And I was like, please don't jump. I don't, like, don't jump. Um, we just want to like capture you and take you out. So my boyfriend gets up and he's like, you know, this is time for him to like, be like a dude and like take care of it. And so he grabbed like the ice bucket and he like, when it like was like, oh, fuck, and figured out how to go downstairs. So we just like calmly walked with it downstairs. And then I'm just laying in bed with the blanket pulled up. And he um, quietly caught it and then went outside and, and, and put it out like on the on the street. There's like, no, because we were on the second floor. But he put it in like hedges so he could like go live the rest of his life. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's hot. And um, anyway, it was just like really scary so I called down and I was like hey you guys like there's a mouse in here and the night manager was like no there wasn't and I was like what (laughs) 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 like don't fucking alternative facts me like stop (laughs) and so he was like Sarah Huckabee Sandersing me for like three minutes And I was just bewildered. And I was like, what would my mom do? That's what I always think. It's like, what would Maria do? And I was like, Maria would pack up all her shit. She would demand a refund. She would go over to another hotel and she would drag them on TripAdvisor. So that's what I did. (laughs) We packed up. That's crazy. But the night manager was, he was like, why did you leave it? Why, Why did you let the mouse in? So first he said it didn't exist, and then he was like, why did you do that? And then Blaine um, got on the phone, because they knew who I was, there was only 15 rooms. So then my boyfriend got on the phone, and he's a white male, and he got in his white male voice, and he was like, I don't care if there is a sign outside of our door that says mice welcome, you should not have mice in your hotel room. And I was like, babe, great drag. Makes no sense, yeah. but great drag. Like, yeah, that's that their sign, business model. That sign would never, like, there's Ratatouille. <laughs> Maybe Looney Tunes. Right. And Looney Tunes. <laughs> like, Tom, Tom would do that to Jerry. And Jerry would be like, all right. And then he would still get out of it. <laughs> oh, my God. I lo- That's like that's when you're, like, really pissed because, like, what you say doesn't make sense. It was but just like, word vomit, but right. I was so, like, when people are mean to me, it, my instinct isn't to be like mean back. It like really hurts my feelings. Yeah. So the fact that this man with a British accent was asking me why I let a mouse into the hotel, <laughs> I was like, no. And my wife was like, no, let me handle it. Blah, 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 nonsense. And the guy was like, I'm sorry, sir. And it was like insane. But even when he said nonsense, the dude was so apologetic, but we just grabbed all our shit and, and went to a, a newer hotel. Wow. We like stayed in Kensington. Um, which was really nice. Yeah, and I was like, I'm sick of this hipster bullshit. Like, that yeah. was insane. It was like a designer hotel, so we thought we were being cool. But no, it, we you had loved to go Kensington. To tried and true, like, been around for 100 years. Like, they yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah, well, that in the hotel I ended up staying at, they were like, this was made in 1755 because shit is old there. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff is really old there. That's cool. Yeah, it ruled. Um, London's also just the best city. You would love it. I want to go. You would love it. You would, like... Meet so many British bays. Cool. You meet so many British bays. British, British bays. Um, and you would like get your freak on. It would be like how Stella got your groove back, but instead of like beautiful black cocoa t- digs, it would be like this pale white British man 
who like burns in the sun easily. Okay, okay. And that's is cool. probably anemic. That's cool. I like guys with low iron. That's that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean it would be just your jam, your jammy jam. <laughs> that's cool. I uh, I recently went to Vieques Island and uh, and where's that? Uh, Puerto Rico, baby. Love it. Love it. it and great. how went, was that? It was great. I went there as like a writer's retreat to start work on my second book, uh-huh. which is, thanks, uh, which is very exciting. And I got sick the, the second day I was there with a cold. And then I also started my period that day. Uh, that is and the so, worst combination. It's the worst. I was like in this night, like I got this like fancy ass villa. I was like, balled all out and I'm like fucking bleeding I'm like fuck so I didn't pack any like you know sanitary items with me and so I called down to uh, the reception and I was like hey so I started my period and (laughs) he's like so do you want water or ice (laughs) (laughs) and I was like I don't have any pads and I don't use tampons do you know if like the the because I'm scared of toxic shock syndrome so I just use, I use just, I just like, what? I basically, how did I not know this? I basically Phoebe. just shove like a U-Haul box between my legs for five days. That's my, I'm 87 years old. Me and Cicely Tyson are probably the last She's two. She's not concerned about her period. Let's get back to this. <laughs> Octavia Spencer maybe uses pads. I don't know. I don't want to like Don't bring Octavia. Don't bring any black royalty into this. How fucking dare you? Are you? I I have no idea. I've always had a huge fear of this. This girl in high school got toxic shock syndrome, and I was like, that's not going to be me. Well, how does she get it? What are the facts? Let's look at the facts. How does she get it? I mean, it? she probably left her tam tamp in too long, but I, like, don't even... Why don't you just not do that? <laughs> because you forget. No, you don't. I once forgot to pay my Con Ed bill for three months. You're not going to forget. You're not going to forget. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know you. Like, I feel like I don't... Every now and then, you... Okay, here's the thing with you. You like to be super efficient. Yes. And you're one of the smartest people I know. But then every now and then, you throw in, like, a weird... Some weird fucking medical fear that I I can't call. Okay. Anyway. This is... (laughs) Phoebe. What? Can you just start with, like, a light one? Like, work your way in. We'll go. They have Now they have actually tampons for juniors. So <laughs> I'll hold your hand. We'll go to Dwayne Reed, a.k.a. the DR. <laughs> we'll get you I... some junior light soup. The, the box will be like junior light, super light, definitely not toxic shock <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> Having. That is... I mean, I stand in my truth. Yeah, everybody fucking stand. That's fine. Don't encourage. This is it. Don't encourage that. You know I'm for standing in your truth. <laughs> okay, so I called 
And they were like, oh, well, we don't know. So uh, you should call like the, the, you know, like the cafe thing or whatever, the, the store, see if they have any. So I call them like, hey, so I'm on my period. And I want to see if you guys had any pads because I don't use tampons. And they were like, sorry, we only have tampons. And I was like, okay. And they were like, but there's a, you could call a cab to like, you know, <clears throat> a store that's like 10 minutes away if you want. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna do that. So then I hung up, cause I was so, I felt like shit, I was yeah. so tired. And so I just like free bled for like two days. That's lit, no that's lit. No that's lit, free bleeding is lit. But it was like, they were like very light days. So like, it wasn't like yeah, I, I anything crazy. It. it was just like Jackson Pollock here, Jackson Pollock here, <laughs> Jackson Pollock here. <laughs> oh, it's great and it's revolting. <laughs> Let's do the show show. Are you guys ready for more show? <laughs> guys, we have a fantastic show for you tonight. We're so pumped. Everyone on the show is just delightful and amazing and charming and hilarious. Uh, so our next act that we're bringing up, she's very, very funny. She does stand-up. She writes books. She, like, travels all over the world doing comedy. Uh, and she's a friend of the show. She did the show last season for a Vulture Fest episode. Yep. Please give it up for Maeve Higgins! Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Hi, everyone. I can't believe Phoebe did that l old Louis C.K. bit about getting his period when he was on vacation. Okay. <laughs> You're going to get away with that, Phoebe Robinson. It's a quality, it's a quality bit, but he does it so much better. <laughs> He's never worn a tampon, never. Um, hi, everyone. I, uh, I live here in New York, and I think I was going to... The office last, like, the first really, really, really hot day. And it just struck me that, like, summer is here. And, like, it's too late to work out. You know the feeling when it's like, oh. Um, um. Um, that's sad. Um, yeah. And start feeling bad about myself. Just like, here I am, pale as the moon. <laughs> Heavy as the soil after rainfall. <sighs> when is September? <laughs> and I'm in this like shared like co-working space, and I said to this guy at the coffee part, I was like, "Oh, it's so hot. This is like the worst thing about being white." And um. <laughs> Yeah, and so, and he, like, he's a, he was a black guy, and he was like, yeah, I believe you. <laughs> it was like, one of those pauses where I was searching frantically for the half and half. <laughs> Here it is, okay, all right, well, thank you, um, thank you. He was like, you should, you should think about that, and I was like, it's all I can think about, and I showed him my heat rash. And he said it was inappropriate. Anyway, it was inappropriate. <laughs> what a fuss spot. <laughs> Fussy. Um, 
So yeah, I don't know, like my friend Mindy uh, said like, oh, it's, you know, New York City, the best city in the world. You can get the subway to the beach in the summer, you know. And I just heard like, you can get the nightmare to the bigger nightmare in the <laughs> biggest nightmare of all, you know. Um, obviously, you know, the subway is extra bad this summer, right? Like it's, I won't even, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a disaster. I saw like a four-year-old missing the F train and like getting so furious. <laughs> like that's how bad, it's stressing out toddlers. <laughs> that's what the MTA is responsible for, this like irate child. I could just see like his little face, you know, in the window of the um, door and he was just like, oh! and uh, he like threw his sippy cup down. There's like black coffee splashed everywhere. <laughs> My little New York kid. His briefcase, you get back here. And, you know, I just, I'm not a beach person. I'm just not a beach person. And uh, I like beaches in, in Ireland, where I'm actually, you know, I'm from. And um, I love those kind of beaches. They're very, like, grey and rocky. Like, you have to, like, wear all your shoes and all your clothes and scarves. <laughs> you wear, like, a big scarf and, like, you just, like, look across the bay. <laughs> it's like, think about all the sadness in the ocean. That really suits me. I'm, like, magnificent in the wintertime. But yeah, I mean, I don't mean to be like, you know, not body positive. I know the rule is you have to be body positive. Um, so I don't mean to be like whatever the opposite. I don't even know the word. <laughs> I'm so bod pos, I don't know the opposite word. I'm the bod pos. Um, you know, I would never get, um, I would never be able to afford cosmetic surgery or anything like that. Um, but if I could afford it... Um, what I would do is, like, you know how I was getting my makeup done and uh, the makeup artist said, like, um, you know, which, which part of yourself do you hate the most? Because, like, that's a rule. You have to choose a part. <laughs> and um, I don't know if you, if you didn't know that, you have to. That's, yeah. I mean, I could help you. If we put the lights up, I could help. <laughs> I won't do that. Um, but yeah, she was like, which part of you, yourself do you hate the most? And, uh, and I was kind of like, God, I have to choose. And um, so I think what I would do if I could get something changed about myself, I would probably get this removed like from here, like from under my face. My fa I like my head and, and the front of my head of the face. I like all that. And I like my limbs, actually. Like my, I use them. Look, I'm, you know, you know, like all... <laughs> You know, I use them a lot, but like what I'm not keen on is like the in-between part, like the, the trunk or what you would say, like the body. <laughs> so I think I would get my body removed and then I would get my head put into the center where the body used to be. I would get the head moved down. And still like wear a little bit of lipstick, you know, like... <laughs> oh, hi! And, um... And, like, that would make me, like, stand out, don't you think? Like, this unique silhouette, like, all the guys would be like, oh, you know Maeve. She's like, mmm, mmm, mmm. That star shape. Like, here I am. Here I am. Like, 
competitive scene here. I'm gonna do something. Um, so yeah, my friends like roll me sideways into the bar. Hi, she's here. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm actually not. Uh, you know, I'm I'm seeing someone at the moment. So. Yes, I'm seeing someone. I just don't really know what to call him because, like, I feel like a bit too, like, girlfriend is so, like, you know, boyfriend. It's so, like, I'm a girl and he's, you know, he's a boy and I'm a girl. Like, are you my boyfriend? You know, especially, particularly, like, I think when I do that voice. So it's infuriating. Um, and then I think the, like, the saying partner is too businesslike. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just so formal or something, and it's just like, we initially merged in April. <laughs> that was the first quarter of 2014. <laughs> and going forward, we hope to do a complete takeover. <laughs> going blah, 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 blah. I don't know enough business jargon, because <laughs> I am in the arts. <laughs> so I think that... Um, I think, like, partner, boyfriend, you know, the, the one, it's a lot of pressure, right? Like, the one, you know? It was like, are you Satan or not? Yes, I am the one. Um, so, yeah, I mean, eventually I should just look, ask his name and learn his name. <laughs> Call him by his goddamn name. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I do uh, stand-up comedy. I should have said that at the beginning, but um, <laughs> you've just been like, and then this Irish girl got on and began to ramble. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Phoebe and This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor, BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DopeQueens today to get 10% off your first month. This week on the New Yorker Radio Hour, a young writer attaches himself to a rising star in politics named Barack Obama. Interesting guy. Speaks in what sound like paragraphs. Very good posture, that guy. Enviable posture. <laughs> I am a writer, and I have this, this very slight hunch. He has none of that. A political coming-of-age story from staff writer Vincent Cunningham, plus actor and director Bradley Cooper, all on the New Yorker Radio Hour from WNYC Studios. Listen wherever you get your podcast. Keep it moving. We have um, a fun little surprise for you guys. A great it's surprise. Like, um, but this uh, this person is literally one of my favorite humans. Oh, mine too. And it's not it's not Bono or Barack oh. Obama. L. Oh, I mean, I know Barack is God. unemployed, but he is not fucking coming here. 
No, no part of our budget. To hang out with our ignorant asses. We would have to like, like Michelle would be like, baby, don't go to that. (laughs) They like, listen, we send them our reel and it's like, what about my pussy? Like, that's what our reel is. (laughs) I sleep lead. They're like, nope. No. He's like, I'm super not available. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I started comedy, started doing stand-up almost nine years ago, he was like one of the people that I used to just like watch a lot and study, and I was always very much in awe of him. Um, to the point that when I went to uh, his premiere for a movie that he wrote and starred in and directed, I just stared at him from a corner and then like didn't say anything, and I left. That's hot. And uh, his movie, Don't Think Twice, is one of my favorites. It's so good. Please give it up for Mike Corbiglia! Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. That's really nice of you. I can only disappoint when you you speculated on who it might be. One person <laughs> shouted Barack Obama. Another person shouted Bono. Oh no, it's not those two people. But I was like hoping other, you didn't hear it. Yeah. It's this other person uh, um, who, who you just so happen to like, but thank you guys for having me on the yeah, show. Yeah, we're so excited this is such to have a, you. I love the show. I love this show. This Thank is great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you look great. You look hey, really great. Let's start. Let's start with how great you look. Have you lost weight? You look fantastic. I, I did, but based on medical necessity, I lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> I, Wait, seriously? In May. Okay. I went to, for my physical, and the doctor goes, you got, uh, he took my blood and he called me up and he goes, you got uh, Lyme disease. What? Hold There's on. a list? You're not stopping? <laughs> and uh, diabetes. Uh, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everybody's going to get a chance. Uh, it, it's like going to a parent-teacher conference, and they're like, your son's getting D's, and he got molested by the gym teacher. And you're like, we're going to need separate meetings for this one. Diabetes type 2, and I was like, oh, like, I'm 39 years old, like, how did this happen? And I, I know, I, I, and, and he, I, he goes, is there anything in your diet that might be spiking your blood sugar? And I said, sometimes I eat pizza until I'm unconscious. And uh, <laughs> he goes, I think that might be it. But yeah, so I'm, yes, I'm trying to cut weight right now, and so what's going what on. What are you eating now? Yeah. I'm... <sighs> God, this is sound, gonna sound so pluggy. I'm just I, do it. Yeah, nah, do it. I don't. I'm not gonna plug it. I'm just doing le- the 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 diet where you eat less points. Uh, <laughs> yo, I'm not that, gonna that plug. I'm not gonna plug some stupid corporation. <laughs> but they do a good. It makes sense. It's amazing. <laughs> it adds up, America. <laughs> do you use the app? I do use the app. It's a beautiful app. app. It's very user friendly. It's very (laughs) user friendly. How long can we not say what it is? (laughs) Well, what I do love is like the campaign for it. It's like Oprah with a bunch of corgis. No, I know. The Oprah thing is odd too because I loved it. This is a little gossip. Give me the goss. 
The gossip is in regards to because she's like whatever part owner of the company. Like she's a big thing in that mm-hmm. company. Right. And then they say like she's not being photoed with. She's being photoshopped because because of the because she's the part. Of I the don't company. believe it. You yeah. don't buy that. I think she is real, and I think. <laughs> No, no, it's don't like, get me sound, wrong. You sound like I a Trump I, I don't think Oprah's Bigfoot. Right. I know <laughs> that Oprah's real. But I feel like Oprah does not lie. She's very open and transparent. And she wouldn't, like, Photoshop her. Like, she has been on this weight loss journey her entire life. Yeah. She has invited us with her. And I don't think that she would, at this point... With everything she's done. I think you're being overly defensive about Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I agree with you. Although, although, did she read all the books in the book club? I'm not sure. (laughs) I I certainly didn't. Shots fired. Yeah, this is cool. Everyone's clenching. Yeah. (laughs) I personally like to see chaos, so I'm into this. (laughs) Please continue. I just, I love the commercial because she goes... She says, I love bread. Like, she literally just discovered (laughs) bread. Yeah. And she's like, guys, I got this hot tip. There is this thing that you slice and then you toast. And you're like, yeah, we all fucking love bread. Everybody has it. Everybody has it. Everyone's up on the bread tip. Like, we all. Everybody loves it. I love it. She's cute. John John Mulaney had this funny joke about uh, Oprah a long time ago, which is that she's so powerful that she sued meat, the meat industry, and won. That's true. Like, the concept of meat for what? Okay, so she, I think on her television program, um, she was talking about meat and, like, how I think she, like, had, like, it was making her sick, so she was like, I'm cutting meat out of my diet, and, like, the meat industry was like, our sales are affected because of this, so they, like, took her to court, and she, like, I remember watching Entertainment Tonight, and there was, like, footage outside the courthouse, and she was, like, walking with, like, Dr. Phil. It, like, swept the nation. What the fuck did he do there? <laughs> what was he doing there? I hate him so much. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't, I, like, I don't like Dr. It's Phil. It's unreal. It, what the fuck? Oh, he's so lucky. He better be counting his lucky stars every day. So you, so if Mike, you guys, if my question is, if you guys could sue, like, anything, <laughs> what would it be? Oh, gosh. Well. Thank you. I, that was a good question. That was right? really good. You go first, Mike. You're the guest. If I could sue anything. It could be, like, an idea. I've yeah. never, well, I've never been, oh, diabetes. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for helping me get the word out. <laughs> D2! <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I would just sue every... If I, I, I have no grounds to do this. I would sue everyone in the Trump administration. I would literally just for sue... What? For what? No, no, that's the thing. I have no grounds for... You know what it would be? For taking years off my fucking life. <laughs> like, I would be like, you have... Like, my marriage is suffering because of this administration. I am having so much less sex because 
because his stupid face is on TV yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I think it's bringing all of our sex drive down. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I think it's a huge problem. Who would you sue, Jess? God, I don't know. Part of me wants to say, like, the shadow man, which is Bono's alter ego. Um, I would like to join the lawsuit <laughs> just for listening to the description of it. It's, it was, it's very jarring. Wait, so when yes. you... Because you, I saw a photo with you and Bono. I met Bono at Bonnaroo. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it was So insane. when you when you meet him yeah. and you're in the presence of him, like what's that like because if you you <laughs> kind of openly have a crush on him, like what's the right. deal? Well, I don't think he knows about the crush. No, everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write about it in my next book, but like he he wears guy liner, which I think is really cool and like, you know. Um <laughs> I can respect that. Sure. I'm not going to sue him for that. <laughs> But he was just, like, really nice and sweet and, like, um, so the night before, uh, we went to this charity dinner for Red, his charity thing, and um, there was a rumor that he might be in attendance. So I was like, I got to, like, dress up and, like, look like a thought a little bit. And <laughs> Hashtag festival thought. Yeah, I just want to look, I want to like a, like a tasteful hoe. And so... I wore this, like, black, like, curvy lace dress and, like, sky-high heels, so I'm just, like, on the grass, like, me, 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 like, walking, trying and, not to sink into the mud, and... Yeah, because we were, we were outdoors, and so they, like... In Tennessee. Yeah, we were, like, in Tennessee at Bonnaroo, so it was, like, not glamorous at all. They picked us up in a fucking cart, like, and yes. just oh, yeah. drove us around, oh, but Phoebe's that, yeah. got, like, her fucking town nightclub outfit on. <laughs> And so Jess is wearing, like, this Lisa Bonet kind of inspired number. It looked phenomenal. Thank you. And then we show up to the dinner, and it's literally just, like, white dudes and wife beaters and, like, shorts. So I'm like, I overdressed. Uh, <laughs> whoops. Uh, <laughs> and then I found out, like, Bono wasn't going to be there, and I was like, that's totally fine. So be... <laughs> Totally fine. Totally Wasn't fine. invested in I, like, IT at all. Didn't. This was, like, my pajamas. It's totally cool. Um... I didn't trim my pubes or anything. It's totally fine. Um, so, totally cash. And so we got invited to go to the, the sound check that night. And it's usually closed. So it was a very exclusive thing. And so we went to the sound check. It was really cool. And then we left. And this woman who used to be their tour manager texted me. She's like, I told Bono that you were here and that you dressed up for him. <laughs> oh, my God. She didn't, have to, she didn't have to do it like that, though. <laughs> That's so unnecessary. I was so one was, step too far. Yeah, yeah. And he said that she he was, trimmed her pubes for you. <laughs> <laughs> she threw all her birth control for you. Yeah. Um, well, that's the sign of vulnerability. Like, no matter what is, did I like trim my pubes when I went out tonight? Right. <laughs> and nobody talked to me at the bar. Okay, cool. <laughs> that you know, you mean it means you tried. Right. right. I know how you feel. I mean, when I go out. Whether I trim my pubes is always a determination of how much confidence I have going into the evening. So, yeah, we all get it. I mean, we all get it. Next topic. 
great, 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 great. So, so he said that he was flattered that I dressed up, and then he was like, uh, have her send you a picture of what she was wearing. And I was what? like... Wait, what? Yeah, it was intense. It was intense. You buried the lead! Yeah. That is the quack, major... Quack, 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 quack. That is the major part of the story. No, it was right. insane. It was insane. So we were, like, drunk, headed back to the we hotel. We were wasted. And we were like, we gotta take pictures. Like, this is my <laughs> shot. And slide, and you know we what were, I mean? And we were staying at, like, the <laughs> shittiest hotel yeah. ever. But we were, like, in the lobby. And she was like posing and stuff. I was like yeah. trying to get it from all angles. Yeah. Like, you know the pre-Emmys where they do the 360 cam? We were like trying yeah, to do yeah, that. The 360 the glam cam? Yeah. Of course I know what it is. I have one in my apartment. <laughs> so I send the pictures to, to my friend Sean and Sean's like, great, I'm going to pass these along to him. In the meantime, uh, he says he wants to meet you tomorrow night before the show. And I was like, well... Um, <laughs> And so then that's how I met him. He was so sweet. And then he was like, I have a present for you. And I was like, oh, this is probably like a T-shirt, like Joshua Tree, like I like T-shirts. And we just for this giant iPad. And he's like, I made you a painting. And I was, what? And I was like, I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I took one of the pictures that you sent me. And I did like this like cool mixed media thing and like drew on it and he like had lyrics from a song. Wait. It's hilarious. This story gets stranger and stranger. Like it could go anywhere. It could be like, so I'm fucking Bono. You're like, wait, what? When did it turn into your fucking Bono? He made you a painting? Yes. It's yes. insane. And it's, so it has like song lyrics on it. And he's like, this is a song. These are lyrics from our upcoming album on a song. And I just wanted you to have it. And I was like, I got. So he's like, he's like, I'll have my team like email this to you so you have it. And I was like, thank you so much. And so then we posed and we took the epic picture that's on social meds. And then, and then you guys. As he was getting oh. off of his knees, <laughs> he kissed my inner thigh. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> and so I have... And so Jess was filming this whole thing. So she has video of this moment where it's like, it, con- it was not. He was, he kept, it was what I, my observation was, he kept wanting to be down, like under her, like she was like a Khaleesi. <laughs> and he kept like holding her middle. And then when it was time for him to go, then he kissed her thigh. He knew that he was like being a bad boy. It was like the shadow man. And so. <laughs> Then he was like, and yeah. then he just walked away because yeah. he knew. He was like, see you later. Shadow and I was like, am I going to see you later? What is this? It was bananas. It was and, then, and, then, and then the shadow man was served with a lawsuit from, <laughs> from Jess. I was, that's the moment I knew. I was like, I'm suing him. <laughs> Have you ever gotten your inner thigh kiss by like a star that you were yeah. obsessed with? Like Giselle Bunchen or something? Not only <laughs> has that not happened... <laughs> 
I don't even know if, if I fantasized about that, if my brain would let me continue the fantasy. But no, that's, uh, <laughs> that hasn't happened. Wait, so, <laughs> that's, it's crazy. It's the craziest thing that's ever happened insane. in my life. I still can't get it. He sent, he sent me flowers and he remembers sending me flowers. What? Why do you keep adding things to this story that are so major? He what? sent you flowers? Well, the flowers thing was like two months before I met him. Someone just shouted from the audience, but like, why so didn't mad. you tell us yeah. that? So validly mad. It was like, it was like a like, heckle of a really supportive friend. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you tell us that? And also, I love the butt like, like also a conversational yeah. drag as yeah, well. Yeah, like, but like, what were you thinking? Not mentioning that before. Yeah, <laughs> nothing like a heckle with, with conjunctions. Yeah. <laughs> so concerned. But yeah, that's it. I have no. There, that's it with Bono and I. That's it. Yeah, I've that's... said all the things have been can be said. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, I want us to let's close on something not related to. I want to bring it back to you. Yeah. There's been a lot of Jess and I goofing off, and we just <laughs> like, hey, what's up, y'all? It's like peace sign. I'm, I'm, I, well, the thing I'm excited, most excited about right now is that I'm on tour. This fall, I'm going to 25 cities. It's called this show is called the New One. Okay. And if people like Think Up for Jokes or Sleepwalk with Me, I think they'll like this. So if you like the other th- uh, specials or I did, then come see it live. If not, don't. <laughs> if you didn't like my other stuff, you won't start. It, it's in the same vein. I'm not going in a completely different direction. It's on but, brand. But yeah, that's what I'm. Um, that's what that's what I'm doing this fall. I'm so excited. Okay, me too. You're, You're like one of my favorites, and I'm just obsessed. And it's fine. You're just great. So. Yeah. Well, thank you. Give it up mutual. for Mike for Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thanks everybody. This week on the New Yorker Radio Hour, a young writer attaches himself to a rising star in politics named Barack Obama. Interesting guy. Speaks in what sound like paragraphs. Very good posture, that guy. Enviable posture. <laughs> I am a writer, and I have this, this very slight hunch. He has none of that. A political coming-of-age story from staff writer Vincent Cunningham, plus actor and director Bradley Cooper, all on the New Yorker Radio Hour from WNYC Studios. Listen wherever you get your podcast. She's very, very funny. You may have seen her on Kevin Can Wait. And she was recently named by Rolling Stone as one of the top 10 comics to watch. Please give it up for Gina Priya! I'm kidding. Stop. Stop. No, you can keep going if you want. 
Um, I am I'm in a very, very good mood. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm in a good mood for a lot of reasons. One, this is a fun show to be on, but also um, I am newly engaged. I just... Um, oh my God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is how I do everything now. This is how I'm gonna like go into Starbucks and be like, can I get a latte? With some almond milk? Cause I have digestive issues. Oh wait, maybe not that. That last part could have been left out. Um, it feels good. I have to. I have to admit, it feels good to be engaged. It feels like I got a relationship promotion. <laughs> like I worked in the mailroom for like a really long time. Cause I was single for about two years um, before I met my fiance, and um, I didn't like being single. Do we have single people? Single people here? That that enthusiasm dies down. That's how it is now, because back in the day when I used to like do the single person shout out, they'd go nuts, they'd like hoot and they holler, and now it like starts off strong and then just gets real sad. It's like, any single people? Woo! <laughs> this is hard. I didn't enjoy it, I didn't like being single. Couple reasons why. One, I was single at 34 years old. The older you are in the single game, the less patience you have for it. I didn't want to do single people things. And I didn't want to do young single people things, but that's all there is to do when you're single, is young single people things. So I'd go out and all the guys that were hitting on me were way too young for me. They were all like in their early 20s, which you would think would be amazing. But like every time I went on a date, I felt like a teacher. Yeah, because I was constantly like, I really need you to focus. Are you paying attention? Are you? Are you on your phone? Give me your phone. Give me your phone. You'll get it at the end of the date. That's when you'll get it. I was getting hit on by really young guys and then like super skinny guys. Now, there's nothing wrong with skinny guys. Skinny guys need love too. But here's the issue, if you're like a thick chick or a tall chick, you're gonna understand my dilemma. Some of you already know. <laughs> you start dating a skinny guy, at some point during the course of your relationship, he is gonna look at you like he wants to pick you up. <laughs> I know, I know. It is an awkward exchange of glances. <laughs> because he's gonna look at you with all the confidence in the world, he's gonna look at you. <laughs> He's gonna look at you like, I'm gonna pick you up. <laughs> and you gotta look back at him like, nah, that's not a good idea, don't do that. That's not a good idea. Cause you're gonna hurt yourself and my feelings all in one move. <laughs> this would go so much better if I pick you up. Come here, look at how cute you are. You're so little. I just feel like it would really kill the mood if I'm standing over some guy like, use your legs! <laughs> you gotta build momentum. You're gonna hurt yourself, buddy. The youngest guy to hit on me when I was single was 19 years old. I know, right? <laughs> so here's what happened. I was, I was here in New York, I was on the subway, and you know how you can like feel when somebody's about to hit on you? Yeah, the women have, have every... The guys are like, we have no idea what you're talking about. The women are... <laughs> we can feel it. Because, like, okay, because he got on the train and it was like... Dun -dun. 
Like, I felt it. And I was like, please don't do this. Please go away. Because as a woman, when you are getting unwanted attention, your go-to, the first thing you try to do is you try to look as unapproachable as humanly possible. Right? You try to look as stank as humanly possible. Good, some of you know what stank means. Um, stank is a hood term. It means snotty. You're welcome. A hood is a ghetto. I just want to make sure we all know. I don't want to lose anybody. So I feel like there were a couple people that were like, I'm going to Google some of this later. I have an excellent stank face. I am Puerto Rican from the South Bronx. Yeah. So you already know my stank face comes with a free head swivel. No charge for this. Which, by the way, I'm going to tell you this, the head swivel, very useful tool. Black women, Latin women, we do it all the time. But the second we see a white woman do it, we're like, Susan, what's wrong with your neck? Sass it down a notch. Because you can't just do this. You have to earn it. You have to work your way up. It's like a merit badge. You got to work your way up through the hood scouts. There's always like a couple people that laugh at Hood Scouts. And then there's a few people that are like, is that a thing? <laughs> You'll never know. Right. <laughs> so I'm trying, I'm trying to do my best, like, mm-mm, not today, to this kid. But the problem is, I'm a nervous laugher. Yeah, so the closer he got, the more I started to laugh which made me look insane. Which is apparently a desirable trait. Because it didn't stop him, he just kept walking towards me. And I give him credit because he had confidence and you want a guy with confidence, but he, you know, he walked up to me and he was like, I'm saying, Ma, let me get your phone number. I was like, no, thank you. He's like, why come I can't get your number? Well, let's break down that sentence. This is why I'm glad I'm out the game. Lots of reasons to be glad. My fiance is wonderful too. My fiance is white. Um, I'm the first Latin girl he's ever dated. Uh, he's not my first white guy. <laughs> I've dated white guys before. <laughs> Mainly to gather information, bring it back to my people. <laughs> Again, some of you laughed. And then some of you were like, I knew it. You know, that's what was going on. He's very sweet. In the beginning of our relationship, he asked a lot about my culture. He wanted to know what the cultural norms were. And I remember in the beginning, like certain things when you're in an interracial relationship that you talk about that you wouldn't if you weren't. And, you know, we were talking about our future and, and he said something really sweet. He said, I want to learn how to speak Spanish. And I was like, Why? because then I have to learn how to speak Spanish. So, <laughs> it's like, just cause I can say quesadilla doesn't mean I speak Spanish. So I was like, why do you wanna learn how to speak Spanish? And he said the sweetest thing. He said, because I wanna be able to ask your dad for your hand in marriage. 
And I know, I remember being like, aww, they speak English, actually. <laughs> quite an assumption that you made. I'll leave you guys with this. Um, <laughs> of all the reasons for me to be really, really happy to be getting married, um, my biggest one is probably because my sister got married before me. And if you have siblings, you know the struggle. If they do something in life before you, you feel like obligated to like catch up. But she's not just my sister, she's my twin sister. I have an identical twin sister. I know, I don't talk about it a lot. Because people ask really stupid twin questions. Like without fail, whenever I say I'm an identical twin, someone will go, do you guys look alike? <laughs> Nothing gets past you, huh? There's always follow-up questions that are equally as dumb. Like if I cut her, will you bleed? Uh, no, you psycho. We, uh, we are not X-Men. We have very different personalities, me and my sister. My sister has low self-esteem, which is weird, because she has my face. Right? Do you know what it's like when someone that looks exactly like you calls you up and goes, I feel so ugly. That's our face. You guys have been phenomenal. Thank you so much for having me. Keep it going for Gina Frida. You just heard Gina Brion, Mike Birbiglia, and Maeve Higgins. Two Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Saltaroff, Jim Point, Paula Schumann, Rachel Neal, Phoebe Robinson, and Jessica Williams. Our team includes Joe Plord, Matt Boynton, Ed Haber, Irene Trudell, Isaac Jones, and Shanoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Broski. Have you seen our Instagram? Phoebe and I have been making some very bold outfit choices and changing up our hair with major frequency lately. You don't want to miss that. Take a look. Just search for Two Dope Queens on Degram. Take a look. It's in a book. Yeah. Pretty rainbow. Instagram hoes. <laughs> That's a good one. And subscribe to the show. How many times do I have to tell you sexy bitches to do it? <laughs> if you haven't yet, you're a disappointment to humanity. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I didn't mean it. Love you so much. Y-Q-Y. Ooh, what about John Cho's face? Oh, uh, yes, John Cho. On any of my exes. LOL. <laughs> That's disrespectful. Also, you're just like dragging all your exes like that too. <laughs> Brutal.